Hello, and welcome to Business Without Bullshit, where we take a sideways look at modern businesses, talking to founders and entrepreneurs about the problems they face and how they solve them. I am Andy Ori, and alongside me is my co-host, Juliet Ori. Woohoo! <laughs> and a quick reminder, if you like what we do here, please rate and review us on Apple. Well, if you have time, I mean, honestly, don't bother. But Spotify, or uh, you can follow us there, or, you know, go on Instagram or Twitter and LinkedIn. We are at B-I-Z without B-S. I mean, you've got much more important things to do, and you should do those, and you should look after your family and your wife. But if you have time, go and do that. Now, with that being said, our guest this week is Vijay Pravin Maharajan. I like that surname. Founder and CEO of BitCrunch, a blockchain analytics company based in Munich, focusing on securing the NFT ecosystem. Vijay's previous experiences include working at Siemens, Volkswagen, and Telefonica in Germany. And he is also the first Indian to be three times TEDx speaker in Germany. Check that out. He's been awarded as top 40 data scientists under 40 in India and nominated as 20 plus inspiring data scientists to follow by AI Time Journal USA, all of which has been fueled by his passion for blockchain, NFT, data analytics, data science, machine learning, and AI. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. We're in very good company indeed. Vijay, welcome to the podcast. So Vijay, what's been keeping you busy? Uh, I mean, a new dad now. <laughs> I have my new little daughter, just 10 months old, and then Bitscrunch of similar age. So it feels like raising two babies at the same time. So yeah. Very cool, mate. And a bit crunch itself. Tell us a little bit about that. So we are a blockchain analytics company. And out of blockchain, we picked NFTs, non-fungible tokens, as a niche area. So what we are doing is we are providing analytics. And on top of it, we are providing forensics. It's a when, when NFTs go wrong, when people manipulate NFTs in some or other ways, we at Bitscrunch, we are there. We are there as an NFT police. We call ourselves the NFT ecosystem guardians. And that couldn't be more important with an NFT because, um, I mean, and you must correct me if I get this wrong, but I mean, ultimately non-fungible means non-identical, unlike fungible, which means, you know, a five pound note is fungible because all five pound notes are worth five pounds and they're five pounds and that's what they are. NFT is a unique thing. So hence it's being used as a certificate within music and other industries to certify something. And indeed, um, you know, you can use it even to certify your own identity, certified anything, but ultimately you're still being, it's just like when you buy a diamond or something you've just been given a piece of paper you know that's oh actually a diamond's probably easier because they can put a lot of detail about it but so often in life you're saying oh this is original and here's the certificate and you're like yeah okay well that's a piece of paper and that's a thing so yours is some way of verifying the originality and let's take an item when they're using nft attached to music or attached to something else you can certify that connection as well can you what we are doing is we are telling people that if it is authentic, if it is real, if it is, it has a real value. So let's let's say uh, Vijay means an NFT. Anybody can inflate its price, right? I mean, even I can inflate it. I can send it to Andy. I can send it to Jackie. I can send it to Z, where you can sell it and buy it for bigger prices. Let's say I mint an NFT for hundred euros, hundred dollars, or hundred pounds, and you get it for two hundred. D gets it for 300 from you and then I get it for 400. So by doing that, we inflate an NFT's price just artificially, right? 
that is happening in this space since this is a niche and a new space and that is where we come in handy that is where we as a data analytics company since blockchain is open source we have the liberty to spot these at the back end ah. so will you give me like an equivalent due diligence report you'll tell me no it's okay no it isn't we will enable andies and vijays to decide which nfts to buy and most importantly which not to buy oh i love it you're like the quality controller and you will give exactly. me a report and say okay no you can believe these people you cannot believe oh so i definitely yeah. need to come to you because being very ignorant in this entire market therefore people <laughs> need so who are typically your clients who would typically use you right now we are heavily b2b focused let's say nft marketplaces like rarible for instance it's one of the top nft marketplaces out there and then chains for example polygon so we tell which nft collections on polygon are good which are performing well so that we provide business insights business analytics so that they stress on those collections they promote those collections they uh, do marketing on those collections so that a lot of people go back trade it buy it and make the volume more and more right so polygon is a customer rarible is a customer and a lot of nft lending protocols are there people started getting loans using nfts so they are our customers and I, i'm not sure if you uh, are aware of or, or if you watched my twitter or or followed bitscrunch we signed a partnership with mastercard yesterday wow oh that's big and what does this partnership involve that is massive yes so we are one among the eight fastest emerging blockchain startups in the world that was selected by mastercard and two from europe only two one is bitscrunch from germany from munich germany and the other one is from norway i suppose and then we are the only indian startup uh, that evolved uh, that, that got selected by mastercard so the deal is mastercard is trying to venture into nft space so like you you want to access crypto easily right you have fiat you have pounds in your wallets and how would you purchase an nft at this moment right if if you are deep into nft space if you are deep into blockchain space you you know how to purchase an nft but for layman yeah it 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 is complicated i mean i've done it but yeah it's 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 sort of you've got to have the yeah. time to read some stuff that could confuse the shit out of my mum to put it i mean oh, no, no, no offense mum so mastercard effect <laughs> you'll get to a place that they'll say well we'll do all that crap for you because it is crap it's bullshit so the mastercard is trying to integrate their payment solutions with a lot of nft marketplaces out there because they are sensing that nfts are getting prominent every day hsbc the world's famous bank ventured into nfts and we are seeing one or the other celebrities or brands getting into nfts right nice do you think nfts are a bubble definitely not i have a strong conviction towards nfts i definitely think that in future most of the physical items are going to be packed with an nft do you think we should be buying nfts people listening to this should they go and start buying nfts and just as a sort of comment if you believe in the industry i mean do you, is would you tell your mum if she said i'm buying an nft would you say yeah go for it mum wicked hook it up for sure for sure i mean i i own few nfts uh, but with proper research and uh, 
knowledge in, in, in what the team is building, you can definitely buy NFTs. There are a bunch of crap pieces out there at this point because people are just uh, getting into this space without even knowing what is NFT, what are NFTs. They just try to mint NFTs just for fun. But try to put your own effort, research and look at the team if it is legitimate. But none of us have time to do that. That's the, that's the problem. You know, you, you can only have the time. So I like your certificate, the green tick, but you need to roll it out so mum and your mum and me can it's start right, buying it. He's working on it. He's working yeah. on it. We, we, we need a few more people yeah, to, to get involved. Yeah, sorry. patient as usual. <laughs> exactly. That is, that is the reason why we are here, right? I mean, imagine you open OpenSea or Rarible or any NFT marketplace. At this point, you see 10,000s or 20,000 NFTs. And as Bijai... As Andy, we are not really sure which ones to buy. What do you mean? How do you think I feel if you two are uncertain? I've got absolutely no hope. Well, I mean, I need you to roll out your seal of approval and I'll go to the VJ shop and buy what I need to buy from the I'm VJ going, I'm shop. I'm going for lunch for D, so well, I'm there good. we go. So, Vijay, what has been your hardest? What have you learned the most from going from kind of a big, stable background to, to running and starting your own thing. I mean, that's quite a jump along with starting a family, not not what most people would like to be doing. Yeah, it's, it's definitely tough, uh, really tough at the beginning, uh, especially uh, when I have a stable job uh, at, at a company like Siemens. Siemens is one of the top five or let's say one of the top employees in Germany. So I have a stable nine to five. Wait, and your wife's pregnant and you say... I'm By starting the way, darling, yes. I'm quitting my job to do a startup. <laughs> Is that what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you have a very nice wife. <laughs> she backed me well, right? I mean, uh, she was pregnant at that time and I said, I'm, I'm going to quit this job. Uh, blockchain is something interesting and it makes me crazy every day because I'm literally spotting what these guys are doing at the back end. Because blockchain is new, NFTs are new. A lot of people are falling in as a prey. They are, they are just coming in for the FOMO, FOMOing, fear of missing out. And they are just buying NFTs for fun. And someone else who is uh, who has a knack of doing these tricks, they are just tricking people. And you know what? My dad is a policeman and I'm doing an NFT police job. Oh, your dad's a policeman. He must be like very proud. Had to be something I wanted yeah. to ask what what your parents did because you've definitely I have to say you are such a lovely man and the yeah. fact that you started Organized. looking and going how outrageous right let me come and fix this yeah <laughs> Germany would appeal to you I imagine because it is a place of order I mean they're brilliant engineers because everything is just organized in a way between the universities and the big company and how the funding goes in it's like in Japan that the banks are just sort of connected to the companies and the companies like carry massive risk which is why the banks are happy to work with them whereas in the UK there's 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 no all full protection for the company. So none of the banks want to touch you and you need guarantees and stuff. But that plus the education system and just that love of order and just getting everything organized must really you would you would hate this country. <laughs> it's obviously why he chose you, Germany, Andy. Do you do you relate to what I'm saying? Does that sound fair cop about Germany? For sure. I mean, I, I, I have a bit of uh two different worlds, right? I mean, I have a taste of two different worlds. One is India, Chennai, which is a different extreme. And one is Munich, Germany, which is calm, composed. Everything is in order. So me juggling back and forth, I always find it difficult and, and funny sometimes because 
I have to switch frequently, right? God, it's so different. Yeah, it's chaos. I mean, I mean, no offense to India; it's one of my favorite places, but it's chaos. You know, it's so colorful and intense. Yeah, I mean, probably uh, that that's that's where the mindset came from, right? One is my my father, who is a policeman in India, and then a country which always tries to be perfect in each and everything that they do. So. While while looking at uh, my parent and and then the country where I'm growing up, I, I think uh, I definitely want to help out people who are losing a lot of money in this NFT space. I mean, hats off to you and well done. And I can understand why everybody is is um, putting money in. If, if you just we- look very investable. I mean, you, and to be honest, I want to invest. We all want to invest right yeah. now. <laughs> so you may get some emails following this. You know. So what's the hardest thing you have to do in your job? What are your tough challenges? Definitely managing time and people. Oh, so, people. Oh, just, it's okay. So. It's okay, Major. <laughs> We've all been there. We all drop our plates. I, I, you know, I think what is but it? But people like? who can't manage time, they're the ones who really piss me off. Well, anyway. that's me. <laughs> no, just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so people and time. Of the two, which is, uh, which is uh, most tricky? Being a manager or... Uh, I I always like to be a leader who who let's say takes takes ownership whenever something fails. I I, I would never uh, point my fingers at anybody when when something goes wrong. I I follow a simple mantra. I appreciate uh, in front of everybody and I criticize in in private. I think that's wise. I think that's. Do you really get up fair. early? Are you like an early riser? Are you on it? You're like clean, living, like super on it. Tell me you're out late, hammering it hard. <laughs> no, definitely not. I'm, I'm not an early bird. I'm, I'm not an early person. Now, what, what, one thing that I do is I make sure that I get a sleep of seven hours. Seven hours, minimum. And how's that going with the young baby? I was kidding. I your wife must be, oh, fuck, you do one. I haven't slept in a month. Oh, how was your seven-hour sleep, VJ? You must be feeling great. Yeah, babe, I'm feeling pretty good. Feeling pretty good again. You sleep next door. You sleep next door. You must sleep separately. Now I come to this point. I Earlier it was eight, and now it is seven. I mean, we liked you so, so much. It was going so well, the podcast. We really thought, what a lovely investable. I'd introduce him to my wife. We'd have a polite dinner. But if you said this to my wife, you she'd attack you for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's fair enough. To be honest, look, you got to focus and make this thing work. It ain't going to work if you're getting two hours sleep. So if someone's happy to, you know, maybe you, hang on a fucking second. Maybe your kid sleeps through the night. Is, is your kid sleeping through the night? Uh, it's, it's not uh, a smooth curve. It's, it's, of course, it's the exact thing. But uh, yeah, sometimes it's, it's hard to clock that seven don't worry, you'll have another one and it's going to be awful. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it works. No, the it pain does comes. not. If they, not, they can't not. have it easy every time. Um, that's beautiful. Get enough sleep. Uh, managing people's a nightmare. Totally agree. Especially when you haven't had enough sleep. Managing a baby too. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Clark got its start back in 1935 And while the world has changed a bit It's more than just survived From complying with the FCA And all things financy They can also speak fluently In the language of legalese Ori Clark was born and raised right here in the UK And now for 20 years They've been helping others get set up and on their way 
Rory Clark's doors always open and happy to provide straight talking financial and legal advice since 1935. Big shout out to Sean Veer Singh for a stellar jingle. You can find him at Sean Veer Singh Music on Instagram. And at this point, let me quickly remind you to give us a nice review, please, on Apple Podcast or follow us on Spotify so you'll never miss an episode. Now back to the chat. What are you most excited about for the future? Being an entrepreneur, I'm, I'm literally everywhere, right? In my in my day-to-day job, I speak with an auditor in the morning, with an accountant in the afternoon, with a lawyer in the evening. So if, if I log, log back and, and check what has happened in the last month, I've been a half uh, lawyer, half accountant, half auditor, and half of literally everything. So that is what keeps me going because I learn a lot of new things. Right? So you like that. You like data. You yeah, like yeah. Information. information. You love all of that. Yeah. yeah you run a, a company lot, world, you're quite baby. rare because most, no, not interested. Well, the passion that's driving you is to do with fairness and how you've been brought up and that you could, you've seen this problem because you're a debt. Certain things have come together to give you a position where you can see a problem and you're passionate enough about it that you want to do something about it and you know you can do something about it. But most entrepreneurs are nuts like egotistical I mean no that's not fair they'll be passionate about something but they're they've got you know huge energy whereas you're coming from quite a precise like you're the only one who could do something about this because you're the only one who really understands it kind of thing you know are you um out of interest are you using your folks back home I mean there's there's so much talent in India are you have you got a team there of course or not yes so we have a team that sits in Germany Belgium and now we have one in Canada. Within eight months, you got you already got the four and a half million in the bank then. What, early, very early? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we did two rounds and we, we have got four, $4.45 million in the bank. What, what's the one thing, if you could, what would you love to change about the future? The entire financial system that is, that is out there with the help of cryptocurrencies, I mean, cryptocurrency, even before I got back into this crypto blockchain space, I was not fully into it. I was thinking, okay, what is this Bitcoin? What is this Ethereum doing in this space? But when I got into it, I could see the potential. I could see the transparency because blockchain, everything is open source. I can easily spot uh, the layers of uh, scammers, right? Because everything is on chain. Everything is transparent. It's the ultimate financial system. There's no hidden money. Everything's there if you've got the time and the energy to go and work it out. Yeah, yeah. That's exactly. beautiful. So that's one thing. And also the access to global talents with blockchain, with Web3, this has become a lot easier, I would say. Uh, and uh, access to global employment uh, is also one thing that I would like to transform. I would like to change and I'm still exploring a lot of options, um, but yeah, I'll, I, I hope I'll make some effort to, to change the landscape of how we work. It's the permanent establishment you've got to work out, watch out for, mate. The tax man. That, 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 that's the. I mean, that's the key. You know, if they. If, yeah, I'd if, like to say there is now access to global there is talent everywhere. As long as as long as you 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 know you can use loads of these agencies. Don't harass salespeople or management teams. Unless you want to set up a company. There we go. That's the rule of thumb. 
So what's been the best piece of advice you've ever been given? Be consistent. And my, my dad always tells that never ever expect anything overnight. Because being a kid, when I used to do something and when I go and ask my dad what has happened, it, it hasn't happened. Uh, for sure, he, he, he's going to ask me how, how long or how far have you been doing that? And I, I'm going to, I probably said twice or thrice or, or few times, right? That is not going to give you results. And that is the, the hard-earned lesson that I took from my childhood days and I still see it in me and also in my team as well. And I ask everybody to be consistent. If, if you are doing it, do it consistently day in and day out. That will get you results when needed. Consistency, consistency. Not sure all of us are built like that, but it's 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 good advice. It's almost perseverance, isn't it? It's just it's just keep doing it. Just keep focus. Keep doing it. This sounds like my weight loss program. Oh, it's a nightmare, isn't it? <laughs> it never start. give up. It's never over. I'm so oh, sorry. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm up for it. I'm oh, definitely going for just surgery. like get that Eddie. like take those pills or something. Okay, so that brings us to the favourite part of the show. The business versus bullshit quickfire round. D, cue the music. This is where we're going to reel off a list of key terms, VJ, and all you have to do is tell us whether you think it is business or bullshit. Are you clear? Yep. Are you ready? I already know what some of his answers are going to be. Really? I, I feel we need to okay. start a oh, little yeah. wager. But you, you, know. you begin. So, Vijay, number one, diversity quotas, business or bullshit? He's looking like bullshit. His face, if, if the people listening, says bullshit. Whatever comes out of his mouth. Yeah, bullshit. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Correct. Stand up meetings. Even though it's it's a pain in the ass, I would go with business because that is where I get to see what people are doing and what is happening. So it is business. Correct. Well done. <laughs> coffee. Business, I would say, because I am a coffee person. Meeting agendas. Business. Business. Okay, I know what this is going to be. Hour-long meetings, Vija. What do you think about that? I mean, the nod of the head is immediate. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely bullshit. Uh, like I said, uh, I like to keep everything short. Office dogs. Oh, sorry. Let me explain. Let me be very clear. I have one of these, so I might get upset. And in an office, you bring a dog. A dog in an office. What do you think woof, about woof. that? Now, Vija... You need to side with the correct person in this room. I mean, I, I, I don't want people uh, uh, to, to hate me after this because there's, there are a lot of pet lovers who bring dogs. There's no problem with having a pet. Can I be really clear about this? No problem with having a pet, but I feel there's a place for a pet. Not necessarily in an It's office. cage. <laughs> you you have to concentrate. I mean, as... as Coming from German, German mindset, I would say Germans, they bring a lot of pets. I mean, See, Andy, this is where you're well, going wrong. You yeah. also spend the morning patting your dog. No, and, the thing and, is, it's been proven that that little one-minute break, cuddling a dog, but there, the problem improves is, your productivity. It, the, 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 the issue is, as is bricks, we are hopeless with our productivity. Yeah, it's right? true. 
Just so another, you've, another you've tea already thing. got a number of tea. He should hang out in the tea room. He should do the tea. That would make sense. Romeo maybe, does the tea. Maybe. Carbon credits. I think bullshit. Because not a, not a lot of people are exactly pointing to where it should be, right? I mean, people are just using carbon for fun. Like everywhere you, you could see we have reduced this carbon efficiency, carbon efficiency. It's your subject, mate. Another place we need data scientists, isn't it? Really? You know, that's that carbon credits is another area of bullshit. You put in, you know. It's too easy to defraud. It's too easy. I sell you this thing so you feel good about your carbon credits and I say I'm going to do stuff that you will never see. You're never coming to Brazil to check this thing. No one is, ever. So it's like... I feel that might be what... But Vijay might expand his business. Once he's done the green yeah. ticks for the NFTs, he will move into Red the carbon sustainable... Red Yes! Yeah. This company has done it. This company has not done it. I mean, people need your data analytics. I mean, that's the key to it all. Why not? Why not? Yeah. <laughs> thanks. Thanks for the business idea. <laughs> that's right. 20%. Um, it's got a recording and everything. Uh, swearing in meetings or perhaps podcasts. I can't imagine you ever swearing. No. Do you ever swear? No. So you think it's bullshit? Bullshit, yeah. Feature, I want wrong. some of your jeans. You're definitely, like, definitely wrong. At pub lunches. This is going to be an interesting one. It's a very you're where, you're where, pub pubs are where the British people drink. So we do a lot of we do a lot of. Well, I was going to say business. We do a lot of drinking in the pub and hanging out. It's a casual place. Uh, no, hold on. We do a lot of business. Nobody's so, going to answer so, the question. But it's a, it's a pub. We we just it's where we meet. Having lunch with someone basically means a few pints and a fish and chips. Do you think that's business or bullshit? I would say bullshit. I mean, myself coming from India, Indo-German culture, uh, I, I definitely won't get that. Sorry. <laughs> B Corps. You're aware of these? B Corporations. It's an American concept of running your business with this sort of triple bottom line. Um, it's a set of rules and a framework by which to prove how ethically and sustainably and consciously you're running your business. He's saying bullshit again with the face. The face talks a lot with VJ. He doesn't shout, but the face is all over the place. In a business, you, you have to be dynamic, right? You have to uh, take calls uh, at will. So when you, when you talk about those frameworks, cooperation and other stuff that is related to business, it is fine for a well-established companies like Siemens, Volkswagen and, and so on. So I would say it's, it's bullshit again, sorry. <laughs> NDAs, non-disclosure agreements. Good for the business, good for the business, but uh, it, it is tricky. I mean, to, to maintain those, it is tricky, but we need to have those NDAs in place uh, in order to do business, right business. Unlimited holidays. Giving your staff unlimited holidays. An eight-month-old business. I don't imagine you want anyone doing fuck all but working. To, to be honest with you, we have an unlimited holiday policy at Bitcoin. <gasps> how, how much? How much holiday? Has anyone taken holiday? So, so uh, I mean, we don't have a fixed guideline on what sort of holidays that you have to take at Bitcoin. But yeah, uh, so I'll go with business here. 
So what? But if so, if if Barry buggers off to uh, Mallorca for a month, is that okay? He's not employing Brits. I mean, this is where he's gone correct. We take care of our employees in a way that way. They they don't really have to uh, have the holidays in in their mind as a concern. If, if there is something popping up, yes, you are free to go. But you have to inform us well in uh, well ahead. Let's say if you are planning for a trip, if you are planning for a two weeks trip, you know that right. You know that well in advance. You you are not gonna book tickets today and go go for a two week holiday. Oh, I like a way of doing that. See, if you took the length of your holiday times three or four. So I want to go away for a month. Yeah, times four, and you got to tell me a month in advance. You want to go for a week? You got to tell me a month in advance. Do you see what I mean? You got to tell me four months. That might work because then you can say no. LinkedIn business. That is how I got connected with you. So yeah. Four more work clothes, said the man to the man in the t-shirt. It's bullshit again. Sorry. <laughs> So this is where we give you 30 seconds to pitch your company, podcast, book, whatever you like, off you go. We are a blockchain analytics company that is into securing the NFT ecosystem, non-fungible token ecosystem. So we are the NFT police out there who are spotting scams and spotting out people who are involving themselves in manipulations of NFTs. So with that, we are right up there in the emerging technology. And yes, we are already there with a lot of partnerships with MasterCard and big backers like Coinbase and Polygon. So we are definitely going out there and grab a couple of scammers, a few scammers out there and kick their bottoms. Do you know what I, I have to plug for you too, Vija? It's the fact that your dad is a police officer and you are clearly a really good guy. And that is why key incredible businesses have invested in you because I'm deciding that I'm about to give you my life savings, not that they're very much at all. But I'm like, my God, this man needs to continue to do what he's doing and police the world. You're it's not what his wife thinks though. <laughs> <laughs> Go back to that steady job and get uh, up in the middle of the night. Amazing me. stuff, Vija. Um, if our listeners want to find out more about you online, what's the best way for them to do that? Twitter. Um, and what is your Twitter handle? Vijay Pravin M at the end, Maharajan. We'll stick it everywhere. Okay, so there you have it. That was this week's episode of Business Without Bullshit. Thank you to VJ for joining us. Thank you to my sister, Juliet. Big thank you to you, dear listener. We'll be back with another episode next week. And if you have time, which you probably don't because you're too busy buying NFTs now and trying to give VJ all of your money, but when you're doing that, maybe just give us a review on one at any fucking place and it's um, Apple, Spotify, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, you know, usual rubbish and it's at B-I-Z without B-S. Uh, until next time, VJ, it's been an honor. Excuse my foul mouth uh, and my sister's much more polite tones. Thank you very much and it's goodbye. Ciao.